is a test run of a show that we're going to call Film Thought because we think <laughs> about movies. <laughs> okay, so the first film that we're talking about today is called Embrace of the Serpent, which was... Came tec- 2015. Yeah, it did technically, but it um, it actually got limited releases in most countries in yeah. 2016 from um, what I understand. Well... It says here that it came out the 15th May in Cairns. Yeah, and, and it got... It's Columbia. Yeah, which is... It's, where it came from. Yeah, so it's so proper it, Yeah, it's a Colombian film. Yeah. Who's the director? Ciro Guerra. I don't know how to say that name. Never heard of him before. <laughs> okay, so what's, what's the film about? It's not, it's not a high concept film. You can't describe it well, in like a Senate. Like if you're stuck in an elevator with producers, you wouldn't be able to just rattle it off. No, there's no elevator pitch. But 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 there is um an adventure plot here. And there are some there are some real twists in the film. Mm. So the film starts sort of simply enough. I mean it's the the beginning is sort of high concept. So you have a guy who's gotten sick and he makes a promise to obey the old native ways of the forest in order yeah. to get somewhere to get medicine. To so get he can, your Karuna. Yeah, or a Rukia. sort of medicine so that so he can be healthy It's like a, not an actual plant. Like a well, maybe. It, in the film, in the diaries, allegedly, you know, yeah. um, he finds the last one so we wouldn't know and he yeah. eats it or whatever he or he puts <laughs> it in his nose or, or whatever happens yeah it is the magic thing yeah you'll understand if you see the movie yeah but, um... well so it's a, it's sort of a magic realism film in a way because a lot of yeah. what a lot of what they're doing is sort of working like this guy's really sick and then this guy's creating the the native guy the last of his tribe because the rest were murdered through the rubber wars. Yeah. Was the rubber wars a real thing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, During the Amazon rubber boom. I guess that's a thing. Right. So but basically they came and they took over everything and they tried to convert their religion. and Because yeah. there are sequences where um, the Christian, um, the, the Christian, is he, is he a minister or a priest of some Something sort? Something like that. Yeah. Um, is trying to teach the, the native kids and he's basically stolen them. He's kidnapped yeah. them and he's brainwashing them into believing this new idea that is sort of just as crazy. 
what is just as crazy. That's what the film's kind of saying. This is well, it says when we come back to them because the film is actually split in two parts. Well, the, the, the whole film like mocks like Western religion, everything, yes. and it the film shows Western religion as being the crazy one, right? But well, even the native guy, um, it registers with him that some of their practices aren't so great, and those are the ones that the, the kids have taken on that yeah. have somehow appealed to them. Like there are some clearly good practices like not eating all the fish in the river and <laughs> making sure that in certain at certain times you only consume this amount of fish, yeah. which makes a lot of logical sense. But yeah. to the Westerner, it's like, yeah, there's plenty of fish. How yeah, are we going to eat the whole forest? How are we going to, you know, eat all the fish in the sea? And so, so he just starts grabbing them out of... Out of, out of yeah. I mean, I mean, like the the what kind of religion is it that the Amazonian people believe in? It's like some shaman thing. I don't know. That's like not just like the whole don't eat the fish because it'll run out. It's like a respectful thing. Yeah. Whereas the whole idea is that all the Western stuff is not respectful. Well, they're also destroys everything. Well, they're also there to to get the the rubber out of the trees or the, the rubber plants. Yeah. And to that and well, are we are we spoiling this film? The film is black and white, by the way, and it Just doesn't. In case you're one of those terrible people who don't like black and white movies. Okay, okay. Hey, it's true. <laughs> well, I don't think that's oh, it's, a good it's not way all to black sell. and white. There is about three minutes of color in the like the surreal dreams. Oh yes, in in the um, in in the homage to Space Odyssey. Yeah, sort of. Was it? I mean, it's just in space. Is that really necessary? Well, there's lasers and stuff, and <laughs> there are lasers. Weird, and then it does a zoom out. And there's like a human figure in the universe. Do you do you remember seeing that? I remember. There's a guy. He's standing on his boat. Yeah. It's our the main guy, the guy who turns out to be the real serpent. Um, and his eyes light up. His eyes light up. Then it goes out into space, and it's just space. And it keeps zooming out, and there's like a human-shaped figure. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. End. That sounds like a real Ode to Space Odyssey then. Yeah, well, It's probably. not a baby, but still. Not a baby. And and the the film has a lot of fun with this idea of what, what if we just take the journals as truth, and what if we just portray the native culture as, as real? And And I don't think it's saying that any of this really happened, but it is sort of just trying to tell their story in that way. And that's what that's what the film yeah. concludes with, sort of on the nose. At the end it says, this is for all um, the people who don't get to have their story told or, yeah. or something along that or line. Yeah, they disappeared, like the whole colonialism Right, because they destroyed them all. <laughs> yeah. Reminds me of that film. What's that film? And it's about those like biblical guys and they go to the Amazon or something and they, what, they, 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 they spread their religion. I'm gonna have to look this up. Is this the, the the Pressburger film? Is that what you're talking about? I don't know. Um, Does that happen in Black Narcissus? Black Narcissus. Um, that's where the nuns go. No, that's where the nuns are. They're are you like talking about like the mission? The mission. That's what I'm thinking of. Where's the mission set? I, d- I don't know. But th- they're all in the same sort of vein, and I'm and of course this has South America. This also Jesuit has, missionary. Yeah, yeah, and. This also is sort of um, referential in a lot of ways to the Heart of Darkness films. It's like an inverted 
Out of Darkness. Because Out of Darkness, you just keep going deeper and you get to the deep, like, the scary shit. Well, there are, they do reach some scary bits. Well, right, but it's more like you get further into the center and you find their culture and these True. people and you find the Eurocrino plant. And yeah, but half, about halfway in, they find what, what the West has done. But then they keep progressing and then they find better things. Yeah. Well, no one's gone crazy except for well, uh, except for arguably like, the Christian people. Well, no, because when they do get further in, even even his people have sort of been well, sort of his people, but the other tribes have sort of been corrupted by like the way that they're now using the drugs and stuff. Remember, he gets there and they're like just abusing the drug. Wait, which drug? Oh, I do remember. Yeah. yeah. So they're all sitting around. Yeah. So everything isn't hunky dory when they get when they get in. No. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, it's not that cut and dry. It's not quite as dark as other. Oh, it's no, so. it's it's a fun movie. There are lots of, there's actually quite a lot of comedic moments in, in the yeah. film. Like what, when like they're dancing around the fire? Or when he's, he's, he's mocking the idea that he's writing to, to his, his, his woman, as the guy says. <laughs> He's and he's laughing. crying. He looks like he's about to cry. And he's like, when, I, when you leave, are you going to write, gonna to, write me? to me? You're going to write to me, That was funny. That was good. So, yeah, it's rock. And, and obviously that's mocking the romanticism there, which I don't know. It's interesting because he says, you don't get it. You can't understand it. But, but maybe he understands it on a deeper level. We don't, we don't really know. The film doesn't, doesn't really tell you any of this, which is kind of what's great about it in a way. Yeah. It's not preaching too much. I mean, the one, the guy that laughs about it first is a loner, too. So it makes sense for him to just mock him about romance and everything. Because like, he's reciting his love poem or whatever it is to his wife, to the um, the guy, right? Well, he's not reciting it. He's like, well, he's telling him what he's to He's saying write it down. and the other guy's writing it down. Yeah, like his... And the other guy writing it down, who's also from... The Amazon isn't yep. laughing or anything. He's just taking it down, really. No, but he does start laughing. He does start laughing, but it. so does the guy, doesn't he? Well, sort of. Not sort really. of he's to go with annoyed. the joke. He's a little annoyed, but he's like, you know what? Yeah, it is a bit funny. But I read somewhere that this film is the first film in like 30 years to be shot in the Amazon. Hmm. Which is surprising because I thought. Maybe more they just shoot everything else like somewhere else. In the Amazon. And. Do you think it's like inspired at all by like Aguirre at all? Well, that's inspired by Heart of Darkness as well. Yeah, so it just makes sense for all these. So I mean, they're all inspired by the same. I just don't want to be like that person who like takes every film that's set in the Amazon or the jungle and then make it related to all the other. They're traveling down a river. Yeah. And like. I mean, how discovering you, stuff. The only other way to travel you is through walk, the jungle. Yeah, yeah, and that wouldn't be as referential to Heart of Darkness. No. And and in and I mean, with like a, I mean, and they both have like crappy motives. In Inaguaya, he he is trying to like, oh my god, his <laughs> motives are way more ridiculous. They're crazy. He thinks he can like rule. He's going to find El Dorado. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then there's all the monkeys. Oh, God. <laughs> which how did it so get he like bought them he like paid um like people who lived there to like go and get all the monkeys <laughs> <laughs> i don't think yeah. the monkeys had a good end no klaus is like throwing them and stuff <laughs> and they're like almost drowning i think that's meant to be a crazy film set though oh 
So yeah, the film and and the film is really good. Obviously, we haven't actually said that. Yeah, yeah, the film's great, and the so. cinematography's incredible. Yeah, it's except really good well, it's the color grade's a bit weird. It's like they've pulled the gamma up and then they've like ripped the bottom level of the black levels down using like secondary color correction, which looks really strange, but kind of cool most yeah. of the time, unless it looks really weird. But it doesn't really matter. It's it it shot on film right i mean it looks like it was I, shot on film it does doesn't it i don't it know it must have been shot on film um if you check the umdaba umdaba it must have been shot on film because that because there's so much film grain and it looks very filmic i mean a lot of movies do artificially put that in to get a look well, you can match grain to like make effects look better as well, but it doesn't look like they've used any effects here either. Click on that. And look, so yeah, film. It was shot on thirty-five. Yeah, on um, thirty-five millimeter. Uh, yeah, and of course, an Arikan. Tada! Digital intermediate, of course, because mm. how else do you get it on a DCB? <laughs> yep, super thirty-five, which is a like. Which I assume is is not the widened one where like you like shoot the top mm. part of the frame and then you like compress it down to get more detail. I don't think that's what this is. Right. I can't remember exactly, but there are there are crazy ones that like use the entire frame and then they pull down to 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 get more horizontal yeah. wait vertical resolution. Sorry. So this is super thirty five where you only use. Um, a certain part of the frame and then yeah. cinemascope is the one where you just shoot the whole frame everything yeah. but but the and then you pull mm. down mm. and to get um the proper aspect ratio so everything isn't stretched but you gain more detail so they haven't done that they've shot the middle of um the frame with yeah. not the sound on the side as it doesn't look like i'm not sure but anyway <laughs> that's the last <laughs> cinematography talk um, yeah um, or technical talk anyway they used um, Kelsey's lenses. It looked good. It well, it didn't great. just look good. It looked great. Yeah, and, um, and most films, or at least a lot of films shoot digital now. Most te- Almost all television shows shoot digital now. Yeah. This film could have been shot on digital, but it wouldn't have felt like it could have been shot in the 80s, which is what this film really does feel like. It doesn't well, yeah. feel like a 2015 or 2014 I mean, like, the film, film. is, like, meant to represent old, oldness. I mean, I don't know. Well, it's very old, genuine. Films and older, like, way to record images, so. Yeah. And it's it's based on, like, really old diary entries, so, like, shooting on, a, on like, a red camera would be a bit weird. Well, yeah, like all the pictures in like their books and journals that they take, they're all shot on film, obviously. So, I mean, just like shooting the film on film makes sense Mm, to my romantic sensibilities about how you'd shoot a film like this. We have Stranger Things, which has just come out, which which was shot on an Alexia. Because it references a lot of 80s movies. Right. And then they've taken film stock grain and overlaid that digitally over um over the digital which looks really interesting but it still looks very digital and kind of Mm. fake and kind of super 80 (laughs) strange things is okay i've seen six episodes yeah it's it's quite good it's fun 
that's about all there is to it, though. It's a bit of fun. Yes. And I don't love those films that they're referencing that much. Like, I hate E.T., so I'm not... In Close the... Encounters. I really like Close Encounters, yeah. But I'm not like, ooh, 80s film, I love everything from that. There's a lot of awkward, horrible things well, that I mean, the 80s the 80s did. was like the worst era for everything ever. So Even like... though a lot of people seem to think it's like the greatest film era. I guess a lot of people grew, who are alive now grew who are into up, film there's grew also up this then. idea about the 80s. Like, the people don't actually love the 80s. They love the lameness of the yeah. 80s. <laughs> That's the thing. It was, yeah, a time when they didn't know and they were trying to be... Trying to be cool. Because everyone knows that the 40s is when the closet quality was fucking, uh, you know, great. Well, the critics sort of agree. Sort of. I mean, the new ones don't, but the older ones did a few a few years ago, you know, 10, 40 years ago. 40s, 50s. Yeah. Okay, I'm wrong. It was shot on a Red Epic. It wasn't shot on Ari Alexia. Well. And it would have been shot. Still oh, digital. Yeah, and it would have been shot... At six K in order to 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 yeah. broadcast in four K or not four K but UHD, which is slightly lower than four K. Well, you need to record in six K normally to edit effects and stuff, don't you? Mm, no, you don't have to. Uh, it's okay. It's not like I edit movies. You can do match grain and stuff. It's okay. Um, but yeah, Netflix is sort of everything that comes out on Netflix now. We have UHD because if you bought a UHD, we we got you covered. We're gonna put everything. We're gonna put Adam Sandler's terrible films that we paid for, even though they're, they're doing really well on Netflix. Um, we're going to put them in 4K. Adam we're going to put everything in 4K. Adam Sandler's film has always done really well. Because he's, hilar- he's hilarious. Oh, he's a comedic <laughs> genius. Hey, um, he's created the greatest joke of all time, which is his career. He was good next to Philip Seymour Hoffman, and he was good. He was good. He was good in that film. He was good. That wasn't him being good that was the director he being is, good pta is a good but but if an actor can do really well if an actor can do that well under a director that means that they're not a terrible terrible actor he just makes horrific i feel like choices. If, you, if i feel like if you put me in front of a camera and you got paul thomas anderson direct me you get something decent yeah I after would... a while but you get it true, true but right. he, he delivers a pretty good performance in that film i don't think that you can say that adam sandler is just hopeless or anything well, no. I mean, he's successful, so he knows sort of what he's doing. He just I feel like he knows he makes junk, and he's he's about money. Yeah. Well, or maybe holidays. his humor is just undeveloped past like grade five. Yeah, well, his stand up is pretty juvenile. I haven't watched his stand up. I've never. I don't know he did stand up. Yeah, he was. A, he's he's a comedian. Well, he's a comedian, but I don't know he did stand up. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of them did. A lot of them do. So yeah, so so do you want to move on to the next film? Unless you yeah. have, do you have anything else to say about *A Race to the Serpent*? Everybody should see it. Everyone should see it. It's great. <laughs> go, go and buy the Blu-ray or, I, or watch it on Netflix. Or I think it's probably whatever. the best film I've seen this year. It didn't come out this year, but it's probably the best film I've seen so far. Well, it came out year. here this year. It came out in Australia this year. I don't That's know if it's on I mean. at the Astor or anything. It may be on at the Astor. Like the like the past five years, every year has been disappointing. <laughs> I mean, it's, so, it's not like we're going to get another 1943 or something. Now, you don't know. Maybe in, you know, 2043. Yeah, 2043. Next Dawson Wells comes out. Uh, well, who knows what will happen to the film industry. I mean, if they manage to destroy it, which it looks like they're trying to, let's remake Ghostbusters. Oh, God. And let's remake everything. It's not just Ghostbusters. 
Um, they're remaking something else. What? Uh, it's got it's that film with it's that got, guy. It's got Rihanna in it. <laughs> oh, I mean, Ben Hur is being predicted to lose like up to a oh, hundred million who the dollars. Fuck thought Ben Hur would make money now. Uh, like I like past a hundred million. Uh, like, come on. And Suicide Squad isn't doing terribly. It's doing okay. Have you seen Suicide Squad? I never will. I've seen Suicide Squad. Unless I'm drunk at home with someone who <laughs> likes that movie and I watch it because I being want Being drunk to is like not me. a good reason to... Being drunk is not a good reason to see Suicide Squad. That's right. Ocean's Eleven's being remade into Ocean's Eight. It's got Rihanna in it. But Ocean's Eleven was a remake already. Well, it's a remake of a remake. <laughs> Are you sure this isn't like a comedy version or something? Oh, no. It has a serious cast. It's got Rihanna, it? Mindy... Sandra Bullock, Helen Kate Blanchett. It's got all these. They're all. Oh my god! It's a female remake. That took me like. That's a what few I'm. That's why I thought of it because it's got. It's like Ghostbusters, <laughs> but Ocean's Eleven. Oh, that's so sexist. Why? They, <laughs> oh, that's such a slap in the face. It's weird. It's got four. It's got eight people, and the eighth person is called Aquafina. Yeah. Who's that? I don't, I don't know. But what what you need to do for equality is to just slap women into the into um, remakes. <laughs> Do I even like these actresses that much? Okay, Blanchett's good. All Her right, let's move on. Right. Mindy, see, this is what made... I mean, it, uh, the original is sort of a comedy, so I guess that's why you have Mindy Kaling in it. Anyway, let's move on to the next film so that we don't get right, let's, let's totally lost in... All right, in let's have some transition music. Ridiculous Transition remakes. music. What okay. are you feeling today? Um... um okay. All right. I can see by your eyes you must be lying When you think I don't have a clue Baby, you're crazy If you think that you can fool me Because I've seen that movie too Next one we're going to be discussing is called Mustang. So you saw this a while ago. I saw right? this a month ago. Okay, so I saw this yesterday. Two different like perspectives, I suppose. How did you see this? Did you see this in a cinema? Yes. Okay, so I did not. I saw a Blu-ray disc. So that's pretty different as well. Is are there big music moments in this? Not that I can think of. Okay. Really. So it's. A film from Turkey, yeah. yeah. And, oh God. Well, how do you want to describe the plot of this film? It's about five girls. Five girls and after... Their parents die. After, well, yeah, they've got... They've got they're orphaned. They've got, they're, they're, they're orphaned and they're being taken care of by, um, by like their, their uncle, uncle. And his mother. I think, yeah. And they were down at the beach one time yep. and they're hanging out with some boys and... 
they're playing a game where they get on each other's shoulders and normal. they're blindfolded and they wrestle basically. Yeah. Anyway, Turkish the the Turkish culture, I suppose, or at least the old people, they're like a little yeah. more conservative. Yeah. And one of the the story is that one of like the conservative people in the in the village just kind of told their uncle about what they were doing, and the uncle decides that it's time for the girls to stop hanging out with boys and to like basically get locked into the house well, and married off. Well, she doesn't describe it as oh they were playing a game. She describes it as they were rubbing their genitals against boys' necks. So she doesn't actually... It sounds like she didn't even really describe the game, which is like a, a wrestling thing That's on right. people's shoulders. Um, in the plot, it describes it as them... They were innocently playing. Yeah. But we do find out they're not quite as innocent as as maybe that implies. But... Um, but, th- but that's not the point, really. No, it's not at all. So So they were doing nothing wrong and... It's interpreted that, well, it's it's willingly interpreted very negatively against them, and and their abusive uncle basically, who's who's yeah. very conservative and likely religious, but w- there's not much discussion of religion in the film, really. No, it's tradition that's the. Yeah, it's just the culture, really. Yeah, I'd imagine. So, I've never really heard about like arranged marriage because what happens is the girls get like they married get off. married off when they reach an appropriate age. What well, feels like it's an appropriate not, age? It does for them. It's not an appropriate age in. Well, they in, seem about fifteen. Some one girl, like, yeah. the younger one, really doesn't. Oh, she could be younger. Right, but like the normal age for getting married off is around that age, right? I don't know. I don't know about Turkish culture. Well, no. But I imagine that's how it works generally. It's when you're eighteen, you're an adult. Do you get married off when you're an adult? No, you're meant to be like an innocent girl, and you're meant to be exploited by an older dude. Oh no, the the guys are around the same age, aren't they? It's just... No, one of them absolutely no. isn't. One yeah. of them is like a, an adult. Anyway, is he looks like he's twenty-seven or something, or yeah. older maybe? Well, that's the general idea. They just get married off one by one, and it's just the film starts off just. Showing what how they react to it to it really well the gra- the 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 mother of the uncle, um, first her first response is just to just to beat them basically and and the film starts with with that sequence more or less yeah, and you're immediately on the girl's side and you're thinking what the hell is going on yeah and then then it's slow it it slowly unravels that maybe she isn't as much of the bad guy as as you think she is because her response to marry them off may be a response to try to get them out of... Get them away from the uncle. Yes. So, and... It's <laughs> kind of conflicted, really. It's yes. like she, there is a part of her, I think, that thinks they should be married yep. off because they're... It's easy women and everything yeah so it, it's a traditional thing but it's also um so you can probably rationalize it as being not so abusive because they really need to get it out of this this prison which yeah. develops into more and more of a prison throughout the film first it's just a few bars and yeah. then all the windows are barred because the girls keep escaping they, well, they need to get out of the house well yeah you know so they keep more bars and bars and everything and they keep getting married off. The final two girls don't get married off. The final 
three do not. Well, they. Uh, tr- so, so oh remember, yeah, no, you're right. You're right about that. Do I don't think how many people have we got listening right now? Can can you spoil this? We have almost nobody. Can I just can we do this? Is it okay? Well, of course we can spoil it. We have six listeners. Yeah, that's okay. Apparently, maybe maybe we have none then. Yeah, because one of them is us. It's always six. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I mean, we're so this, the podcast. I imagine we'll get our most most of our audience from our podcast, not from the radio broadcast. So, so it it escalates basically. It escalates in kind of a ridiculous fantasy way, and that's that's kind of what it's meant to be. The girls yes. are like fantasizing about escaping. It's absolutely from the younger girl's perspective. She's kind of a genius. For her age, yeah. she's like this tiny little girl who is like being a spy at some point. She's in the film. Like, she like steals the money and rolls over the bed and lays there quietly yeah. and waits. And and she learns how to drive while she's out of the house. That's right. She's ready to escape. Driving, which women are not meant to learn. Okay, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't think they're like meant to learn. I mean, the whole idea is that he teaches her. No one else teaches her because. Well, she's tiny. She's not ready to learn how to too, drive. I. That's that is true, but I mean, I don't know. I got that vibe. I got that vibe that the women are not meant to drive. I thought it was just that, like, why is this older guy hanging out with this girl? I mean, that would be kind of weird here too. Like, she's what? He's just being nice. Eight or something. I know, but like, if the the um the shit colored dress wearing woman who spied on them when they were at the beach yeah. saw him with her, who the hell knows what lie she'd make up. That's right. So he could be in big trouble. But perhaps he's so old that sh- this person assumes that he's like a guardian. No, because she because in the town the town's something. too small. Remember, because like there's a sequence That's in right. which the grandmother, not grandmother, the the mother of the uncle, um, brings them out to the town to like show them off yeah. to people, basically, so that ooh, you want to marry these girls? Just look at them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that could have happened, I suppose. People would look weirdly at a guy giving an eight-year-old driving lessons that he doesn't know in, like, Australia, probably. Yeah. But who knows, it is also a town. Yeah, it's a town. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, it's a good film. It is good. It's a lot of fun. It's too much fun. I think I don't. I thought I wanted it to be more gritty. I didn't want to have such a fun time watching this. It's 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 weird because it is a little not gritty. I'd say, but like it's very. There's a few scenes where it's like, "Ooh, that's that's real. That's something." Mm. The, like the uncle is is an abuser, really, and like that's like right. That's not fun. <laughs> that's no, but the results and and. Things like that. I don't know how much of this is true, but there is a sort of martyrdom sequence. Yeah. Which is sort of what allows the girls to, to have the courage to, to continue. So it's not in vain. It's for a reason. Yeah. Um, and how that, how that plays out is, uh, it's very actiony. It's sort of Hollywoody. It's sort of like, what Spielberg would do with this film, I think. Like, yeah, because like she's just planning a plan and she executes it. She it's executes just, it really well. Really well. It's executed in a weird way, though. Like it's not quite what you planned, was it? No, but what plan is? I don't think they planned to crash the car. Well, no, but like she stitched the doll right, and then ultimately they didn't need to do that. 
She she ditches what? She stitched that doll. Oh, that, the hair. Yeah, right? The, that whole plan to like pretend that she's in bed. Oh, yeah. Well, that went to hell when they tried to escape because exactly. of the arranged wedding. Yeah. I don't think they expected that to happen so quickly. The creepy older guy. Yeah. It's like... Um, yeah, I think it's a good film. The doctor never tells the parents off, even though... Do, no. do they bring the girls to him twice to, to have them examine for, like, if they're, if they're still pure, if, if they're still yeah. virgins, which, of course, isn't a real thing. No, of course not. Um, which he obviously identifies, but he doesn't say to them, you're idiots, there's nowhere to actually tell. Uh, he wait, 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 that. wouldn't the doctor also think that it's a thing he can do? But that's stupid because he's like your stupid, still obviously. There. But it's weird. it'll break during childbirth, so I can't tell anything. Also, you could have broken it anyway. I like, know. So I don't know why he doesn't lecture them, but and I feel like I maybe think they're that all a little crazy. I mean, like they did that whole like there's like the the first night of having sex and they check the sheets for blood, which is ridiculous. It's crazy, <laughs> as if that's like a way to tell. <laughs> well, no, not really. A lot of people don't bleed first time. Anyway. Well, they might if, like, they're super young and you just, like, well, yeah. are horrible with them like these people are. Maybe that's where the whole bleeding thing comes from. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's normal to bleed because, like, we can get really explicit. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. If, okay. if, if you did treat somebody that way, if you treated a young girl that way, who knows what would happen to some people. So yeah, that's awful. Yeah. So, so so yeah, it's it's gritty in that way. And there's like doctor examining her sequences who is like telling her off for what she's saying. Yeah. When she's trying to speak out about the abuse her uncle is giving her. She's like, why? Yeah. He's like, why would you say something like that? Not like, oh, wh- why did you say that? Is something wrong? Yeah. So everyone's awful here. The film doesn't give much characterization to the mother or the uncle no they're just the bad guys like the mother is as a, yeah they are just the bad guys but then the mother then the mother's like shown as a bit more sympathetic she is and there is like she some slight be. scenes of characterization like there's like the like a few scenes of the mother with her old friends or whatever and they're all sitting around um like the couches and everything and because mm. i mean like the, the the old women and the old men they have their own groups that are more or less segregated by gender, right? So. Yeah, and she smashes. At, at one point, they escape to an all-female soccer game, which is creepy as hell in itself. That they they're trying to resolve the problem of of violence at the soccer games by just you know pushing all the men out. Um, and the girls escape to go to that game, and she saves them from being seen by yeah. um, the the the, maybe, the uh, men watching or the town. Maybe maybe, watching. maybe it's like a sympathetic thing because she knows what because obviously since, oh, yeah, she's, since she's a woman and is in in Turkey she knows what it's like to be a a woman in Turkey so she knows that like you can't really live as much as the men. Oh know, yeah, but but it's still segre- it's still creepy segregation that we have a soccer game with. Oh yeah, women. no, that of course like, that's ooh, creepy, but you know from the perspective, it's, like, it's obviously like, not a step in the right direction. It's just the same backward thinking, you know. That yeah. women are weaker and they wouldn't do that sort of thing. It's not a positive that we're having, yeah. you know, all female. Maybe, maybe it's like a, like a approaching of like culture in Turkey. I imagine that guys in the, the, there's like some kind of culture in Turkey where like the guys are allowed to be aggressive. Yeah. 
whereas the women aren't meant yeah. to be aggressive at all. They're meant to be, you know, submissive. They're just meant to just like, yeah, right. So like, I imagine maybe in like Turkey, this makes more sense as a thing. Oh yeah, but it's still a crappy solution to a. Problem. I mean, plus the whole country is sexist anyway, and the whole movie is about like women being sold off. I'm oh, gonna yeah. say sold off because married oh, off yeah. is not quite right, you know. Sold off to some guys. And I mean, like, half some, some of the girls kind of like who they're getting married to, but some of them hate it. One, well, I one think, of the girls was crying was... at her wedding. Well, the other the one thought ugly. the guy was cute. Well, the guys are, yeah, but like. The, the one girl who is happy is with the prettier guy, which isn't an excuse. It's just that she's young and she's not well, the prettier guy, but the guy is also someone she's had something on her own with naturally. Right, but. It's He's not just like a dude who's come in and checked out. Fucking in the store with some <laughs> girls, you know. It's still crappy though, and and you've got to think that in a year it's not going to be. In fact, they tried they, awesome. they they try to marry her off to some guys that she doesn't know, and she's like, "No, I want to get married yeah, yeah. to this boy that I like." Yeah, and that's why it's happy. So that's actually got nothing to do with the married off situation. Really, getting married off normally is you don't know who you're getting married to. Well, it's still crap that she has to do it though. Yeah, of course. I mean. The teacher yeah. plot. That's so stupid. The teacher plot? Yeah. At the start of the film, it's like, oh, there's this wonderful teacher who's going to blah, blah, blah. And then that's the land that she escapes to. Where is it that she escapes to? Is it um, Istanbul. Istanbul. Istanbul? So I don't know why you escaped Istanbul, but. It's better than a country town in Turkey. Right. Where you're, where you're locked in a house or you're married officers to some dude. It's. Like, because the like, capital capital cities of countries, even yeah. like no matter how conservative are, tend to be the most progressive part of the country. Yeah, as is true in Australia. Anywhere, really. So she makes it there, and is it seems like she's rescued by the teacher, but you've got it, and the film just ends. Is that saying that oh she'll be fine, or is that being, or is that saying that like oh things are gonna suck eventually? I don't know. Because it was like a very fairy tale ending. I don't like the start of the end with the whole teacher yeah. and teacher. It felt it's like stupid. a magic solution. Yes. Like they had to have something good at the end. Like yeah, like I... they couldn't end the film negatively. I mean, it doesn't have to end negatively, but it has to end naturally, and it mm. didn't feel natural. Oh, it's fake. The, the teacher's just kind of there. That's the know? sort of ending where you expect them to wake up, and that was a dream sequence. You know, that that's sort of what I was, I was, I felt like maybe like the police were going to be right behind her or something. Yeah. Or, or I mean, so. at the same time, it is true that they could just have a teacher and that they go mm. to the teacher's house. I mean, like she didn't necessarily know that she's going to be saved with the teacher. She just knew that that was the, the best thing that there was the best options that she had in the city of Istanbul. But it feels like they wrote it in. It feels like. It oh, does. where does she go? Oh, we can write in a teacher at the beginning of the script. Well, I feel like all the adults. In the movie, are kind of not characters. They're just kind of which which is stereotypes. Maybe that's the whole point. Maybe it because is. like this, it's, it's kids the, kids' yeah. perspective. The adults are just kind of there. Absolutely, yeah. I thought so too, but I think that's a flaw, and I think that was a bad decision. I don't think that works when you have when when, when the adults are so important to the film to yeah, have yeah. them as non-characters. Because like the uncle, who's the bad guy, is just a straight-up bad guy. There's like every so often you'd see like some like emotional reaction from him for a second or something. But yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like, Oh, well, 
you want to move on to the next film? Do, do, do you want to give it a star rating? We didn't give... What, what we didn't you, give them a rating. What Embrace do you the give... Serpent, I'll give a four out of five. Oh, out of five. Do you want to do it out of ten? <laughs> out Just of hundred? Oh, not a hundred. It's too much. Um, yeah, because then you're looking at decimal. I'm just saying because like, movie ratings traditionally yeah. are out of five. I'm happy to give it an eight, which is a four. Four can, stars. Yeah. If you can four use stars. Half, if you know how to divide by two. Yeah. I give Mustang a three and a half. Which is a seven. A seven. <laughs> three and a half stars. Yeah, I'll give Mustang. it a seven. I give it a seven as well. I agree. I don't think it's... It's not It's not as good as Embrace of the Serpent. No. But the 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 shift, the curve to get up to a nine is a much <laughs> harder jump. Getting a 10 is almost impossible. Yeah, you know. From films, at least nowadays. Yeah, have you seen a 10, like, since Synecdoche, sort of? Arguably, I'd give it to Blue as Orm's Color. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, so do you want to to move on to the next film? What's our next film? Do you want to talk about... Let's just play a transition clip first. Do you want to talk about Mirror, or do you want to talk about... Night falls, I fall, and where were you, and where were you, warm skin, wolf grin, and where were you, I fell into Hardly speak, and I seem to find the happiness I seek when we're up together, dancing cheek to cheek. Heaven. Okay, so we're going to end our show now. This is a test. This has been like a a preview, I suppose, of our show. We don't have any more time to talk about the last two films. That's right. But we will next well, week. Well, we did start at 5.35. Yeah. It's meant to be an hour-long show, 5 to 6. Tune in next week, whoever's listening. We'll be talking about... We will talk about Tarkovsky's Mirror. And we will talk about... Everybody, Everybody Wants, wants some, some by Richard Linklater. The spiritual sequel to Days and Crowds. <laughs> <laughs> If you buy into any of that market stuff. Yeah. 
So yeah, okay. Goodbye, everybody. This has been Film Thought with Thomas and Finn. Thomas and Finn. (laughs) Finn and Thomas. Which one sounds better? Hmm? Tom or Thomas? You prefer Thomas. (laughs) No, no, I mean, which name should go first? Which one does it... it Thomas and Finn Finn and Thomas? I feel like they're both... both Film film Thought with Finn and Thomas. Yeah, that makes sense. F. Film Thought. F-T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Didn't even notice that. Film thought with Finn and Thomas. That's, that that's, makes a lot of sense. That's pretty good. Okay, so we're gonna end it now, Catch and I'm gonna end it side. with. I'm gonna end it with with the track. Which track? Um, where's the song that's gone? I'm gonna play. Shangri La, Robert Maxwell. Yeah, it's from the Mad Men soundtrack. You've muted me, so I'm gonna have to pause it. Go back. Thank <laughs> you.